0: Matt Ryan here, and folks, the countdown is on. If you want to be my boss, if you want to own a piece of the A7FL, the time is now. We are counting down until November 7th. That is right, November 7th, the day before Election Day, is the last day of our Start Engine campaign. So we want you to sign up right now. Go to startengine.com slash A7FL and sign up. Once again, that's startengine.com slash A7FL. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. again it's time to get around the campfire or the zoom call whatever you call it i call it an excuse to talk to my friends it's the a7fl three-on-one podcast i'm your host for some reason this week it's because i know where you live i'm matt ryan joined as always by my quarterback you know him you love him you already know who it is it's Corey hammond and blocking the line whether he's bachata bob or big rob you know he's going to be there. That is Mr. Robert Fabian. And gentlemen, we have a guest this week, as we do most weeks here on the 3-on-1 Poderewski This one is someone who we've spoken to before on Twitter spaces. Someone that has been the talk of the league at varying points for good and, well, for Rob, sometimes not so good reasons but he showed up and showed out when he was called upon. He is from the Las Vegas force. He is Curtis Jones. Curtis, welcome to the three on one podcast.
1: Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. How you guys doing?
0: Doing fantastic. Even better. Now that we get a chance to talk to you, Corey, I know you've had a ton of questions heading into this podcast. And you have a lot of thoughts on something that our sister show, The Other Side of the Ball, Kurt has been a guest on that program hosted by our friends Casey Cox and Double D Derek Duncan. But the last uh, two weeks ago, we had Kurt on the show on The Other Side of the Ball and Rashad Davis, the newly minted member alongside our guest last week, uh, Wild Can Ball. Uh, they're making the move to the Insomniacs in Las Vegas. And, and Corey, you, you had some questions.
2: Well, first let's introduce Curtis as the MVP of the Nevada. And I said it right this time. I'm getting better <laughs> division. The representative for the champions out of the West coast. And the first team in an expansion year to win on New Jersey. And they got to play in Delaware, but that didn't go. And also the first expansion
0: franchise in A7 history to win a playoff game.
2: And all that being said, brings on a shifty, elusive guy. It's hard to get him on the podcast, to be honest, but we're happy to have him. Kurt, first thing, just for everybody that isn't necessarily aware as an A7FL player and and one of the best in our league, tell me something newsworthy that not only should our fans know, but might be really excited to hear. Uh, maybe on the uh, the recruitment front for
1: you, what's going on, Kurt? Yeah, man. Yeah, um, it's been going around social media a lot. So uh, I'm glad you well, brought it up. Like
2: some of like some of like some of our fans, myself who is a Twitter bot, we just need to hear just from your, you know, straight from the source. So, what you got for us, man?
1: Um, playing in the a- A7FL has uh, brought on a lot of opportunities, one of which has been an invite that I have accepted to the XFL Combine next Saturday. Um, another one has been an invite to the USFL Combine November 5th. So, a lot of blessings and a lot of opportunities coming, and I just hope that I can uh, showcase my talents to the best as I can. I I mean, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's insanely great news for you. It's great news for the league. It's showing that the Vegas division has an insane amount of talent and it's one of those things to where you don't, we don't want you to leave, but we'll be so proud when we see you on ESPN or on Fox, like, we're all rooting for you, Kurt, to to take that step into the next uh, phase of your career and show what you can do. Show the world what you can do. But Corey, this this is something that we rarely don't talk about. We've seen players make the move from the NF from the A seven FL to the CFL to some NFL practice squads. We've seen Daryl Vergies who's one of the greatest players in league history, play in several other startup leagues but in having you know in 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 all kind of forms a competition from the USFL and the XFL i think it's a great time to be a player because there's going to be so many ways for you to be spotlighted coming next spring
1: i agree with that as well um and thank you for that as like thank you first and foremost um but this league has has provided a platform that uh it's growing, and it's uh, it's. I feel like it's gonna blow up, and it's, it's already blowing up. Obviously, um, with all the national attention you guys have been getting, or BIC has been getting against the force. Uh, but uh, hey man, I'm excited for the future of this league, and uh, I'm here to stay, man. Like, regardless of what's going on in life, uh, the season for you guys doesn't start until March, right? Spring
0: march uh march twenty seven seems to be the start date for twenty twenty three
2: well, I, I I guarantee, Kurt, if you get a a spot or a roster with those letters in it, um, take the opportunity, do your best because i i guaranteed that you could probably make some plays out there. I've seen a lot of people on film in the a seven fL, and you know I, I you know me and Rob talk about you know other divisions here and there. And you, what you want to see is guys jump off the film. I I saw you jump off the film when you guys were wearing those ugly ass you know Knicks colors, you know jerseys when you guys were in your first or second game, just wearing you know kind of like it looked like scrim you know basketball scrimmage jerseys. Yeah, little penny right jerseys. Running, running those jet motions, your offensive line they basically O late. They weren't blocking anybody, but you were fast enough to get to the edge and make some plays. And this is really about uh, Curtis Pacman Jones. You had a great rookie season. You had a great inaugural season. It looked like you were more a vet out there than a rookie. I think that's why, you know, Derek gave us a little bit of shit, honestly, because he wanted a, a little bit more of us, to, you know, you know, bowing down and praising how great of a season you had. Uh, it, as an honorable rent mention for Rookie of the Year. And then uh, somehow Gianni Breland, who had that amazing strip sack and was decent in coverage against uh, my guy, Ashanti Worthy. But um, it's clear who the MVP in my book was for Vegas, which kind of leads me into something interesting I wanted to talk about, you, and, you know, if you listen to the three-on-one, you know that we're not uh, ever shy about, you know, rubbing elbows, you know, right or wrong, indifferent, you know, regardless, you know, we'll figure it out. But I think you might know where this is going because we kind of prefaced it. You were – like we mentioned, on the other side of the ball. And shout out to those guys like we just did, but let's just get into the nitty-gritty. That's the Vegas podcast, am I right? That's correct. That's correct. And you're the MVP of that division?
1: Special you were teams an active MVP.
2: player in 2022?
1: I'm active. I'm active every game. Yes, sir.
2: And you scored how many touchdowns on the East Coast? Six. Four? four touchdowns. Wow. That's, that's, that's some pretty good shit, man. And you put it out there and you put it on tape. And, and what I would say is that you showed us, didn't you? You didn't just tell us.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I talk a little bit of smack, smack talk. Um, but for the most part, man, my, I just like my play due to talking for me really. I'm not really good at smack talk.
2: And let me tell you something. You, your game spoke loud enough. For all of these things to be the case. But in week two, their first time not having us on, hijacking their show, they had you and my guy Rashad Davis. Now shout out to Rashad Davis. Um, you know, so <laughs> like I said in the, po- the podcast that followed theirs, you know, a guy taking a, an opportunity on airwaves to talk some shit. I gotta I gotta tip my hat to that. But let me just ask you a question, Kurt when you're sitting there on the call as a player who did not play in the 2022 season has never strapped up a down in a relatively tough Vegas and California division and really had a lot of me talk to say, saying how great he was, how many records he set and how he was a franchise quarterback, even though he'd never played the position you're sitting there on silent, the MVP of the Nevada division probably the best player getting invited to pro pro tryouts. How did you feel on your side's podcast? Basically, and no fault of their own having you second fiddle to a guy that was ready to talk the biggest game that I think I've ever heard in the A7FL. And that's saying something.
1: (laughs) First and foremost, uh, I just want to say that uh, this is my division. There's no question about that, all right? The force is going to win the championship again. There's no question about that. Now, secondly, I want to say uh, as a Nevadian, a resident here, we would like to welcome our guests and make them feel like they're at home. So I wouldn't mind taking a second seat on a podcast, but taking a second seat in a division, that's a different topic, okay? Okay. Um, I just want to say that, um, yeah, we're gonna welcome him here with all, open arms. The community is gonna be behind him because he's a part of Vegas now um i just want I want all of the talk to be backed up with his play um, he's going to an and n six team let's not let's not come on out let's not let's not act like one or two guys is gonna turn this whole program around. It's not gonna happen all right. Um, 0 and six. All right, we'll see what a two and four, maybe a three and three season. All right? Um, there's a lot of competition here in Vegas, and in, in the California side as well. Um, two of the top teams in Vegas would have to be the Force and the Pit Bosses. Um, yeah, man, I don't see the Insomniacs making that that leap that they're expecting to make in just one season. Uh, it's going to take a lot more to, to get where they want to be, for sure. Here and Coach
2: Mack and some of the guys in your division, especially the guys that are involved in the force talk, it sounds like you guys are about your business. A couple of weeks ago, we had Mark Cooper, who's joining Rashad on the Insomniacs. And when I asked him as a Florida native, our Florida guy, you know, what happened in the Nightcrawlers rare breed game, you know, who did he blame on the breakdown from the Nightcrawlers? What he said was, is that's Florida ball for you? And now he wasn't trying to make a, a you know, a bigger statement. He was just trying to kind of like play it off as, you know, things happen in football. He's not trying to blame anybody. But I think, and, and how I reacted to it is the statement speaks a lot louder than I think he meant it to. Apparently Florida ball is there, there to have fun and whether, and, and I, and I quote, and not to put, throw my guy under the bus. He's a great guy. I think Mark Cooper's a good player and I look forward to see what he can do in Vegas, but, and I quote, you know, whether we're up by four or 40, we're just going out there to, to make big plays and have fun. Right now. That seems to me to sound like Florida ball, just because, you know, it sounds like these Florida guys are, you know, used to that type. What would you say to the Florida guys coming into the Vegas division about what it means to be a Vegas A7FL football player?
1: It's a gamble. Um, every play is going to be a gamble. Every game is going to be a gamble. Uh, I feel like, like, yeah, we're going to play for fun, but we're all about winning here, man. And uh, at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. We want to get the job done and win games and put us in the right position to be in the postseason. And uh, we want to just compete against the best so we can – have that preparation to play against the best when we go down to New Jersey again. um, For those guys, I just, you know, play with a chip on your shoulder, of course. I'm sorry. uh,
0: That's the bad take police coming to get us. Nah,
1: man. They heard heard I was breaking records out here. Hold on, my bad. Hold on. on. (laughs) If they're
2: chasing the four of us, you know, you know, pack is good. Pac Man is good. The, the three of us got a race, and I don't know who's coming <laughs> out. God, uh,
3: I'm caught. I'm caught, bro. I ain't running shit. I'm caught.
2: <laughs> I I can't sweat Kurt, right now. I, I ain't sweating, so I'm gonna just make sure I'm not the I'm not the last. Kurt, Kurt, you 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 got away?
1: Oh yeah,
3: man,
2: we're we're good, man. I'm,
1: I'm under. All the, right, the right, we know there. we
2: know they're not after you. They're probably after uh, they're probably after Trey Robinson, who who might be the only guy that's par for par as fast as you guys, as you, I mean, in your division.
1: So let's just speak to that as well. Um, I want to give Trey a shout out on here as well. Uh, He was also offered an invite to the XFL combine with me next weekend.
2: Oh, what uh, team, what Vegas team does he
1: play for? Vegas pit Bosses, which were the second place, second place team, I think. I believe our third place team in the division. Um, If you add the California league as well but I do want to say good luck to that guy. And he played in
2: 2022, right? Absolutely. Every game, every down, every snap. Now let me ask you another question because it was an interesting thing and I want to get your take because I, I don't know about you, Kurt, um, and I, I know Rob uh, is is like in the middle of this because what he says is he doesn't play whack teams. So we can get to that. Um, <laughs> but I, I have a fi- I have a feeling you're the type of competitor like me in that if you're on a squad that you're there for your team, win, lose, or draw every down, whether it's week one, wild card, you know what I mean? You're you're there for the force whenever they, they're playing, are, are you not?
1: Absolutely, 100%. And,
2: and you, you probably could have easily been considered the one of, if not the best player out in the West, yet you played every single snap that you were, your team and, and Coach Mac asked you for in your playoff run to the eventual Final Four, which we saw you against BIC. Correct. That's correct. Now, you know where I'm going with this. On this other side of the ball podcast, which Derek and KC, I am listening to every word and you guys are not bringing enough heat on your boy Corey Hammond. If your roast game is that whack, don't even mention my name. <laughs> anyway, my guy Rashad Davis said that in 2021 he did not play in the Florida playoffs because, and I quote, I was just going to hop on whatever team rode up to Jersey because I knew I was one of the best players in the state.
0: Now, now, now now I want, I want Rob's feedback on that because
2: can we get can we get kurtz first no i want i want kurtz first then Rob's. All all right all right all right because my man kurt was sitting there the mvp in nevada a hard worker works on his craft all the time i've seen him in destroy videos he's got an xfl invite and a usfl invite to work out because of the talent that he's put on the film and the amount of times that he's shown and proven it to all the football eyes that are out there. So you're sitting there in the call and you hear something like that from another competitor. What's your immediate gut reaction?
1: Um <laughs> you want it raw and real on this show, right? That's that's, what, that's what,
0: what we that's what we look for. No 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 politics, <laughs> no fancy that. language. This all is right, the three on one podcast.
2: And like you know, in a three on one, you you come full speed, one hundred percent. And, hey, Kurt, you do that, you're likely to score. So what you got for us? You hear my guy Rashad Davis basically saying that it's not important enough for him to play in the playoffs. He's just going to jump on when they go and play the Patterson U. What was your
1: reaction to hearing that as a competitor? I mean, he must have had a great team around him to get him that far. Um, Man, (laughs) you guys are going to start some stuff here, man. All right, listen, um. My immediate reaction was just a guy that I just see a guy that wants to uh, bandwagon. Um, to, to just jump you're on. You're talking the about the,
2: in, in his own in his own mind, you're talking about
1: the single season.
2: Record holder for and I quote most rushing touchdowns in a game season and three on one returns in a season.
1: Hey man, I'm not I'm not really uh, hip to the, all the history of things here. But uh, what I am, Um, let me say,
2: me, 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 Matt and Rob are a little bit, I guess. And uh, there there's there's some things that come into question. Now, hey, let me just say that this isn't a this isn't a show to just trash Rashad, because from what I've seen on film of his game and his speed. He might be able to back a lot of this up. The problem is, is my my competitive spirit here and that while you were on the podcast at the same time i'm just imagining if i were you and and had actual football talent actual football speed and hard, hardware from my my football you know tape that i put on film i would be so ready for the spring season and maybe week one because derek duncan said that instead of the snow tribe force rematch that i'm trying to orchestrate which i think would be a you know potentially good game now that I've joined the snow tribe. You already know because I, I yeah. respect your your guys' team, and I think that if the snow tribe had that option, you know, I'm not going to tout myself too much here, Pac, but you we we all can agree that the quarterbacks that they put out there, uh, you know, they uh they offended the game uh, a, a bit there. <laughs> but Derek Duncan thinks that the game that should be week one is the defending champs, the force taking on the all hype team and the insomniacs. Now they're 0 and 6. Who do you think is the better primetime
1: matchup? Better primetime matchup? I think it would be better first week. Week one, the four should play the pit bosses. It shouldn't be either of those teams. It should be the pit bosses.
2: Yeah, because why would you want to face up against an old-ass, gray-ass
1: quarterback? <laughs> no, 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 save no. me for later. No, that no, that, that sounds like a great game. week two matchup for sure. All right, let's you know, go. We know they didn't have a quarterback. Um, every ball that got thrown up, you know, ended in our defensive hands. But Yeah, man, those guys out there in in New Jersey for the Snow Tribe, they had a great run game, no pass game, little, nah, defense wasn't that solid. It was a little shabby. Um, You guys clean that up, get a better game. Uh, And and Tommy X. (laughs) Yeah. They need a lot of help, huh? Yeah, that's like one of those games you just you know schedule on the season you know throw on the schedule because you have to play those guys, but they're not really prepping us for those guys on the East Coast playing the Insomniacs. That's not a great, oh, okay, that's not a great preparation game. I would say, in my opinion, playing against those guys. Um, Do you feel but, like- uh, they're getting they're getting some new athletes, so maybe it's going to be a different feel for the game. So I don't want to knock their team or anything like that. But an 0-6 record speaks for itself.
0: Do you feel that the hierarchy of Vegas from 2022 to 2023 is going to stay? Because we're hearing about new teams in Vegas, potential teams in Reno. You know, there's a lot of movement going on. And do you look at it as, doesn't matter if there's new teams, they're at the back of the line, we're still at the top of the division, and you guys seem to be willing to prove it. Like you guys are ready to go right here right now if you're still on the team and not, you know, in the X or USFL, there's going to it might be tougher sledding for you guys than it was in 2022.
1: No, um I just want to make this clear. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. <laughs> the Force is a dominant team on the West Coast. There is no team on the West Coast, new or old, that I see as a threat, speaking not even as a player, but just like as a fan of the game. And while taking myself off of the team and watching the guys that they have left, the force will win the division again for the second year in a row. And um, here, here's a little insight of how serious these guys are on the force. Uh, so a lot of these New Vegas teams and, and also the old teams, are participating in a fall season, for what? There's no joy in that. There's no championships. You don't get to go to the East Coast and beat the number one team. You just get a feel Uh, for your game.
3: Hey, Curtis, 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 Curtis. got to interject (laughs) right there. I have to, I have to, I have to. And the reason why I have to interject is because, believe it or not, this league was actually built on having that fall season prior to the spring season. Now, it doesn't mean whoever won in the fall was going to win in the spring, but playing in the fall was was a nice way to recruit, get guys familiar with the game, because spring is very serious. A case in point, in my younger years, when I first started, I played every fall, I played every spring. Fall was more of a tournament-style game. You know, it was a tournament-based situation, but spring was scheduled, and you knew who you were playing from week one to week eight. Um playing in those fall games, once I started getting better and my team was my team became who they were, BIC at the time, they never saw me in the fall because the fall was their chance to bring in new players. It was almost like a preseason for um for the spring. I do agree with you where spring is where it's at. Spring is always where it's at. But the thing with these new leagues, these expansion leagues. They're skipping. They're skipping things like skipping a fall is dangerous. If your league is offering a fall, I personally feel like every Vegas team should play because you guys Yo, you Kurt, don't. Kurt. Hey. You know you get what I'm saying? Like you guys don't fully. You, know, you guys are not fully immersed in the game just yet.
2: So having well, Kurt, a fall. Kurt, what Rob sir? is one hundred percent facts. One hundred percent early a seven guys getting used to it the more you play the better and more used to all the things you get but Kurt, ask rob this did does the you ever play in the fall
3: the you never needed to play in the fall but what you're missing is their players played in the fall you almost had me right no you didn't their players no, always No I, I never had you rob you always win but but not, it I, is it. A but not what as, as a team right what the what the you used to do guys got to stay warm. Kurt, You know, like I know, people will really sit at home all winter, all fall, and get fat, and eat Thanksgiving, and right. just chub out, and expect to be fully ready to go in the spring. It do- it really doesn't work that way. Like, you got to be playing some type of something in that, quote-unquote, season. So, in my opinion, even if the force isn't, I still think the players should participate, because it and- builds new relationships. A lot of players... Were recruited and, from playing in the fall. A lot of championships correct. were won from and maybe from I should have been a, from maybe, the fall.
1: Maybe I should have been a little bit clear about that then, um, because yes, you are correct. The players should play, and you guys will see a few players from the force playing in the fall. Correct, but as an organization, the force will not be participating. They're going to be oh, using okay. uh, they're going to be using this offseason, this fall season, for strength and conditioning and use practices. You know what I mean? To um, gain that chemistry with the guys and just bring it more like a family-like vibe with the, with each other. So uh, yeah, you will see guys like on on the pit bosses or the other teams that are playing participating in the fall that are actual force guys. Could be some key players in the in the fall for the force that we that will be playing for other teams. So I mean, we will still be getting that chemistry as an organization throughout the strength and conditioning. Aspect of it. But um yeah, I don't want to knock the false season or anything like that. I'm just saying, well, what we were using. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. you had the right, you had the right don't thing. Give me wrong, I yeah. say, Kurt, Rob is
2: right. And Rob is always right. And I always come in with my little points. Oh, my my God. But listen, <laughs> listen, he's right. But at the same time, when you said that, I love that because that is the type of attitude that I feel like the the team that really takes control of their division owns it. And is 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 knowing that yes, we have to win one week at a time, you know, respect the game of football, not look past anybody, which it sounds like you guys take care of. But you said it. Hey, insomniacs, keep making good free agent signings. We all know that in the NFL, the team that wins the offseason is the best team in the league, right? That's why the Washington <laughs> Commanders, or whatever they used to be called, were always one of the better teams when they would sign all those free agents, right? Wrong. Right um you know but, and but and, this and is, for a guy this
3: isn't this isn't the NFL winning in the off season in the A7FL is is, is kind of key certain moves that were made in certain years the you acquiring me and, and and Scott, brought them to
2: three more champ three or four more championships in that run But what it's like Well in in the in the three the past three seasons what were probably the most important roster moves that were done? Was it was it was it player from team A going to team B? Because I would argue if I
3: had to do a list, if I had to do a list, the top the top number one is recruiting newer players with fresh blood. Exactly. Because Because, these it's every conjunction's right
2: And, and, thing, and your guy
3: remember, remember they won in 2022 congratulations to the champs but that same recruiting didn't help them beat me and the u in 2021 when that when that when in 2021 that would have been the biggest move you get what i'm saying me scott mason going going to the u but you guys went there you, you guys win. went there 19 didn't you Right, but we had new acquisitions. We had big mo. There was a few new guys that came to the U that that year still, and that yeah. pushed us over the edge. So off-season moves, like right now, there's moves that are being made that we cannot discuss live on this show. You guys know that, like I know that.
1: Yeah, there's exactly. moves that were being made. making moves in the off-season. Yeah, as well, I just don't know if I can make
3: that public. Yeah, we can't. Don't sometimes you can't. Once you get the clear and the thumbs up to you know say whatever the move is, then we can do that. But to be clear, some of these moves are really nasty moves. And on paper, some of these teams look amazing. But at the end of the day, it's all about who can get them the best seven on the field at the time to win the game. So again, winning in the offseason does look good in the a seven FL. I, I just wouldn't sleep on teams that are getting players from other places. And I definitely wouldn't sleep on teams who are picking up brand new fresh face players because then you'll end up with another Stere Codgerton, Ashante-worthy KK situation where it's three guys who are fairly new but just come in and dominate the league like that.
0: I think it's a combination of all things, and I don't mean to be on the play-by-play guy and I can't take a side, but you take a look at the rare breed. They were a, a Maryland super team. They got some of the best weapons on both sides of the ball to combine and become one team. The BIC acquired a whole bunch of new blood, a lot of young talent over the last three seasons, starting with Ashante Worthy in 2020 to this year. You saw Alex Verardi, Trey Cohen, a litany of players, Ricky Tate, on both sides of the ball. And you you see the differences because the BIC had veteran leadership and still experience playing together. That's why they didn't win in the tournament in 2020. That's why they fell short against the U, Rob, because there was still a core there. And all of your guys that came over were veteran players. You, Big Mo, Scat, all these guys won championships, played in this league, had that veteran experience, and knew what it took to win and then you have the greatest quarterback in league history, one of the greatest wide receiver cores in league history made up of other teams. I think it's a combination of that. It's more of being, I think the more veteran players you have, the more experienced players you have, and you build that team over time, you're making different small adjustments, which is why I think the snow tribe is going to work because you're going to keep a lot of the same pieces that worked in 2021 when, they were able to get their wins. And then you take you bring in new pieces like a Corey Hammond, like some of the names we've been hearing about, you know, in Whispers or an Eddie Pettiote, because they're experienced players, they've played in big situations, and they understand this league better than some players that honestly may not make the cut.
2: And I think that what we're gonna see, guys is these these moves all add up to teams now competing for the championship and all of the the coming together and the moving over, you know, state lines, and it's getting really interesting. It, it comes back to kind of where you were at before, Pac. Um, you know, you were talking about how you're winning the championship out west, and it seems like, although, again, taking seriously the job in front of you, You're looking ahead because you kind of had a taste for what the top level of A7FL football is. And you're looking to get back to that, not just get back to the fall where you guys can have fun and play and, you know, run double passes. And, you know, Bobby Newman's jumping over people and everything, right? That's fall ball. So looking at the greater picture of the league where the force is at, you guys came out to New Jersey, took care of the show tribe. It was a competitive game for a little bit of a while uh, a little bit and then you guys kind of separated. And then we all saw what happened with BIC. You know, you guys started to figure some stuff out on offense and defense towards the end, but you know, it was it was it was a it was a buzzsaw that you guys ran into that to be fair, Kurt, everybody that faced them, you know, had the similar result at the end, so you know, you shouldn't feel too bad. But I mean, what Yeah, what for
1: that first year, we feel great. We feel great right now.
2: So some of the things in that, that BIC, even in the snow tribe game that, that stand out. And I wanted to make sure that before I talked about it and I came on the Vegas pod, I was watching a lot of your guys film, you know, a lot of people were talking about rock Briscoe. Cause we didn't see the, the West coast season in which he was, you know, one of, if not the best quarterback, maybe even by far, you know, we saw a lot of guys that were explosive and running the ball he was able to run an offense, you know, orchestrate a team lead, and also, you know, throw some pretty good pretty good passes with the pass rushes that you guys were familiar with out there. Then he found out what it's like for, you know, me. And he's, he's much faster than me, but he's still pretty much back there, you know, variety teeing off on him. So you know what, what was say. your
3: – You know what I think Corey's trying to say with all this jargon your quarterback is trash. No, I, mean. I want to
2: hear.
3: Corpo, I want to hear from the guy, that, uh, Rob,
2: that didn't just get to see him against one of the best defenses that we've seen in oh. the A7FL in the past couple of seasons
1: uh-uh. with are... with a
2: defensive pass rush led by a guy that, to be fair, if you look at the film, they started the first and ends half of the second quarter just not blocking Verardi at all. How did that work out? Um, but Kurt, what is what is your takeaway from Rock Briscoe's twenty twenty two season, and what do you think it's going to take for him to 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 be able to elevate his game to be able to produce those pass plays we saw in the West Coast film? If 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 we make it back to the East Coast in the playoffs,
1: first and foremost, uh, Rock led that team to a West Blue West Division title. Uh, led us to a win against the Snow Tribe, led us to an opportunity to play the number one team in the league. Um, So we're not going to sit here and down talk like QB, first of all. Secondly, um, we were led by a 37-year-old quarterback, whereas the other teams were significantly younger at that position. Um, But he made a lot of veteran plays over the season. Um, He was also our offensive coordinator, so... He wasn't looking for the sideline for Mac to tell him what play to run. Um, he ran that offense all year long. And uh, it was successful for the most part. We did have two losses, one being the LA Aces and obviously the other being Vic. But um, I mean, some of them, a lot of the mistakes he made against the Aces in the first game, he definitely cleaned it up in that championship game against those guys. And uh Pretty much what did he did he throw two touchdowns that game in that championship game against those guys? Um so hey man, how tall to that guy being 37 and leading a young team like us that far? There's no way that there's a quarterback in this league
2: older than me. Well, (laughs) he certainly doesn't look he certainly doesn't look older than me.
1: He's thirty-seven. How old are you? Thirty-five.
2: Okay,
1: well, hey, you're, you're joining this league again, right? He's older than you, buddy. <laughs> no, but see, hey, I'm not, I'm he's not playing gonna, again I'm not next year.
3: Too nice. uh, I'm not gonna be too nice against... about it. Go ahead, because, go ahead. No, I'm not gonna be too nice to somebody because I'm more of a realist than these guys, and I'm I'm not gonna destroy them. But let's just be honest here, right? Because this is what we're here to do. Briscoe didn't pop on camera. Briscoe didn't pop on the field. Like that's not when I watched that game. We watched one game from he who shall not be named in Florida, and he is in the top three, top four conversation. We watched two games from Briscoe, and I wouldn't put him in a top ten. And this is just me being as honest as I can be. Not that he's terrible, he doesn't have an arm. No, he didn't have time either, and I do blame his offensive line, you feel me, for not making certain plays.
0: Hey there, it's Matt Ryan. Are you enjoying this A7FL podcast? Well, I'm glad you are. Because that means you can give us money. That's right. You can buy our merch right now at tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. That's tinyurl.com slash a7flmerch. Up there right now, we have some Thick Boy Season merchandise. We've got some hus Hush shirts. And also, we've got some Corey Hammond-related merchandise coming soon. A Corey Hammond, Corey Hammond's t-shirt, hoodie, and a whole lot more. You can get all of them right now sent to you. Nice, comfy, and cozy tinyurl.com slash a7fl merch. And also you can find it in the show notes. Now back to that podcast you like. Want to bring the A7FL to your town? Well, you're in luck. Between now and October 1st, we are still taking applications to buy a division in the American Sevens Football League. Join Columbus for our 2023 season now. For more information on it, go to a7fl.com owners. That's a7fl.com owners. Get your piece of the future of football and bring us to your town.
3: And this is down to third, but... Being that he played one season with you guys already, I think, in my opinion, I hate people with cars like that. Like, he literally went nowhere. He literally went nowhere. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) you guys know this, like, he literally went nowhere. But, um,
2: Briscoe, are you sure you didn't just fart and blame it on a fake car? That that is not a fart. He pulled the dick (laughs) gun. But a guy like
3: Briscoe, being that he played one season with you guys, he's older the team respects him, to me, that should be your offensive coordinator, period. Because he wasn't calling bad plays, but because he's been on the field, he faced BIC, he faced the Aces, he faced these guys. I didn't see Briscoe making these – and again, Briscoe, you're going to listen to this. Prove me wrong. That, that, that's me. I'm that guy. I'm, I'm going to call you out for all the mistakes I feel like you made. You have an opportunity to prove me wrong. And Curtis, you know that firsthand. Because the first thing I saw say, you guys are talking – when we were on Twitter going back and forth, you guys are talking a lot for a team that didn't come out here and win. What did you guys do? You guys shut me up and you beat Snow Tribe. And you guys earned my respect from that day. But as far as Briscoe goes, in my opinion, for, for the Vegas force to see some type of success outside of the West Coast, Briscoe – let's not keep saying Briscoe because I still think he's a he's a – he's a very good to decent offensive mind. Lord have mercy. I hate people. Um, He's a very good to decent offensive mind. I think the force needs an upgrade at the quarterback position. That's really how I feel. In order for you guys to really come out to New Jersey to compete, to Florida to compete, you you guys might have Cincinnati beat, maybe. I don't know. But you guys have to prove it. But in order to face Baltimore, those top teams, I think you guys need to upgrade at a quarterback position.
2: How do you feel about that? Well, I'll ask you this, Rob, uh, and and this opens me up to you trashing me, so go for it, but how did I look against the Renegades this season? Because I think what Rock Briscoe looked like against a better pass rush that BIC had was the type of guy that anyone might look with our skill sets because although he's more mobile than I am, he's not Mark Bagway being able to create his own lanes and openings so when he had that relentless pressure and i don't think he was used to it at least i'm used to it you know my argument would be rob that i if these guys believe in him then i think it's something that he can adjust to but let me just say this kurt if you guys come out and play bic again and your uh, game plan involves not blocking verardi just let me know up uh, up front so i can get the fan duel in time cuz it's not going to work <laughs> i promise you that <laughs> But, Rob, seriously, you know, when when you saw the Hawks play the Renegades this season, it was a horrible mismatch versus a bad offensive line with guys missing versus a defensive line, which was the strength of their team. I, I, I've played in this league long enough to sometimes even know what to do, and I, I it didn't matter with the relentless pass rush that, that the Predator was putting on me. I right. feel like Verardi was doing the same thing to Bro- Brock special, Briscoe, And
3: What special condition were you in that Briscoe wasn't? you were staring snaps with a running back. So yeah. let, let's not let's not act like you had four quarters to adjust. Briscoe has four and quarters. I had, and I
1: had
2: 200 yards still, by the way. Right. Anyway. So, Briscoe was a football player.
3: If you're any good team in this league, and maybe this is a gem, maybe you guys should write this down if you're listening, any good team in this league should be able to adjust within the first five to ten minutes of the game. Uh, you should be able to adjust any good player, any good team, because you know what you're going up against. You just you just kicked your ass for like five minutes. So, hey, now it's time. Hey, we might have to shift this this way. We might have to shift. Now, I understand sometimes people get rattled. Sometimes people don't know what to do. But by halftime, guys, the adjustments have to be made because that's what elite teams do in this league. You make those quick adjust- adjustments win championships. And I, and let I'm me scared.
2: ask you this, Kurt. Let me ask you this, Kurt in the snow tribe game you you ran a fade and you cooked my guy Briscoe threw it up there hung a little bit too long cuz he was he was throwing it a little bit off his back foot uh snow tribe doesn't have a bad rush for by any means it's better than anything you guys saw out in vegas but it's not you know one of these relentless rushes that you you know you'll see in the upper levels um, at least not from the 2022 season wait wait guys you already snow 2023 let's go but uh, when when that fades thrown and and my man goes up there and picks it off because it's underthrown and you cook the the corner, that's what Rob's talking about. Kurt, um, is that a throw that nine times out of ten Briscoe makes, or did you go back to the huddle and 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 seriously think about like, yo, that's a throw you
1: got to make, my man, because I'm scoring. No, oh, no hell no. Of course not. You guys, um, I don't know what kind of film you guys are watching. But uh, that's a good, that's a throw he makes, bro. We run that play every game. He throws that ball, Pits it on the money, pretty much. I mean, you guys see how he put it, placed that ball against BIC. Uh, you see how he's placed slants against Snow Tribe. Uh, throws it deep against every team in Vegas. Uh, it's just a bad throw. I'm not gonna knock my QB. I mean, he's uh, thrown how many touchdowns? Yeah, so, so that's where I'm coming from, Rob,
2: because because I did see some of the Vegas film, and I saw him. I saw oh, him. Right. See,
3: and this is this is where I'm always going to say, listen, yeah. listen, guys. Prove, prove it in a big time. But- exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm a big, big time dance guy. Yes, you I guys. Know. I'm not taking away you guys to the West Coast champions. All right, this is champion talk. I'm not talking to babies. I'm talking to a championship wide receiver about his championship quarterback. When it's when it's time to go to nationals. We're not yes or no. Yes or no, yeah.
2: Kurt. Yes or no, Kurt. Everybody in the Vegas Force knows that Rock Briscoe's gotta elevate his play on the East Coast if it if it comes to it next year, right? I mean Absolutely. that's what we'll say. I don't think you gotta I, I, would don't, say, I don't think you gotta replace the guy. No, I don't
3: no think replacement. We have to replace him. Actually, um, we yeah, do I have guys that about are coming
1: in. we have guys that are coming in to play that QB spot. Um so I would say last season Rock didn't have a fire lit under his ass, like any competition. He was our only quarterback. We had one quarterback for all the games, all the season. Uh, We didn't have a backup, so he went down and got hurt. You already know.
2: You already know. You already know how his old guys do it, Kurt.
1: You got to make sure that
2: that young guy doesn't come in.
1: Yeah, so when these younger guys come in this season, this spring, um, he's obviously going to have to elevate this game. He knows that. He's uh, going to – I think Rock will rise to the occasion and um, put on a better display this upcoming season for sure. And he all I'm saying is it doesn't exciting.
3: have to be. Hold on, hold on, Corey. Hold on. All I'm Go saying ahead. is it doesn't have to be a sour situation where Briscoe loses his spot to a quote unquote more athletic younger guy. I feel as though Briscoe, with his football mind and what he was able to show, that he's still a championship quarterback. We got to look at case in point CP3. CP3 is a championship quarterback who took a back seat to help make another championship quarterback. That's where I'm getting, that's what I'm getting at. Briscoe, it's not like he doesn't have it or he, he he won Vegas. He has something. He's not a bum. What I'm saying is when it's time to, you know, get to Nationals and it gets a little thick, I feel like he might be better suited to help imp- implement in a younger player's mind his mentality and win you guys games in the playoffs on a national level and then actually compete at the high level for the championship nationally
2: that's my point well i didn't know until tonight that that rock briscoe was older than me so if he's still in this league and he's the top qb he's now my favorite quarterback to root for (laughs) because every year that he continues to go into this i look like the young guy let's go um i don't ever look like the young guy my gray hair is never getting dyed so that's not getting changed um but but Let's get back to more important things than me talking about how old I am. You sound like you're ready for the spring. What's the what's the what's the number one team you can't wait to play in the 2023
1: A7FL season? Um, I'm just excited to get back to that Elite Eight. You know, get a, get another taste of that uh, playoff competition, um, because the West Coast has a lot of athletes a lot of talent, but um, when you go back to where this game originated from on the East Coast, it's a totally different feel for the game. Um, It's it's a lot more physical. Um, Guys are flying around. Guys know the rules. Guys know how to play, know how to play this game. Um, But the team that I'm excited to play for, play against, I mean, uh, I I have to keep saying this team, (laughs) it's the pit bosses feel like that's an up-and-coming team here in Vegas. They had um, as good a chance as chances anybody to win the West Coast Division. Um, I would have loved a rematch against those guys for the, in that West Coast Division championship. Unfortunately, they fell short to the LA Aces. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited to play those guys. Really, um, not too excited to play the Insomniacs. I mean, 0-6. But they have some some star players coming That's what you guys are telling me. I don't know. I don't know these guys' talents. I've never heard of these guys before. Uh, The only tape that I've seen of Rashad Davis is when he had the kick
2: return touchdown for the U, which let's be clear, that's an accomplishment a lot of human beings on this planet can't say. So shout out to my guy scoring in New Jersey against the U. Problem is is that that game film that he put on film, my man got his Pants snatched. So I don't know how I don't know how desperate you were ready to tackle somebody <laughs> was already the up by eight.
0: Florida U playoff game from twenty twenty one.
2: Yeah, eighty to eighty to 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 you know mercy rule. Yeah, yeah. I was about and, to say
0: uh, it was uh, the biggest a uh, deficit to that point in A seven FL history until Snow Tribe and BIC earlier this year.
2: Well to be fair he was rusty he didn't play in the playoffs remember fair. because he knew that he had to skip the playoffs to uh, avoid any possible run or burn mm. and then probably blamed uh, the offensive line for the lack of uh, rushing touchdowns as he was obviously the season leader in A7 of all history if i'm not mistaken which i i normally am on this show <laughs> So 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 pit bosses, Vegas Force. That sounds good. But it sounds like you got you got, you and your team have their eyes uh, for a little bit of bigger prize than just another win against a Vegas rival. Yeah, I mean Vegas rival. In the twenty twenty-two right? season looking in review, my bad. And I I, I was leading into a question. Um, in the twenty twenty-two season looking in review, where do you rank if you were to do like an AP poll? of the A7FL teams after the season, where do you rank the the Vegas force and what teams would you put in front of them?
1: Are we speaking about the whole league or just this division over here in the West?
2: Well, I would say that you guys are definitely the top seed in your division. And if you think that there's a better squad and, and, you know, illuminate it to us because you guys seem really confident. So if there is another good squad out there, we'd love to hear about them. Um, i'm pretty sure you're not going to mention the santa monica vibe because what what they're famous for are you know poor fashion decisions more than their dominance in in a7 fl west but
1: <laughs> let's say those guys let's just say this those guys started off their season 3 and 0 um that's nice they how ran that into in the- i mean i mean you know they ran into the force week 4 so uh, you tell me how they <laughs> you know i mean we beat those guys and after that um those guys just went like on a losing rampage, dude. I think they. So lost it their would be fair. It would be fair if
2: I asked you. So so, what happened between you and the Santa Monica vibe in that game? It would be fair for you to answer that. I and you, you could say it. Go ahead. You already know,
0: because
2: <laughs> I think we do know.
1: <laughs> now I think I would say I was a force in that there game. There you go. Hey. Um, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> no, may, um, may the force be with you. No no and honestly that game won. that game against uh Santa Monica Vibe I would have to give it up to our damn defense dude they gave up 12 points um uh, honest they gave up 6 points Let's go through a pick 6 all right um so they, our defense gave up 6 points damn, to a you team should have, yeah, you should not have said that with with Rob with in I years. Just, hey, you hey, know we hey we, you guys want it raw and real I'm giving raw and real that's what Let's you guys, go. asked for all right so I would say that, but um, let's not forget Briscoe put up forty-four points against them. Let's mm-hmm. not let's, let's not out. forget that either. And yes, he gave he gave up a pick-six, but he put up forty-four points as well. So um, yeah, that game was just really like hyped up because they were the uh, un- only undefeated team. They were all on Instagram already. I think they were even ranked in the damn top ten for the whole league, right? Like not
2: Santa Monica
1: Five. He said, "Not by us." I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you what we've seen, and you know, they you didn't not, come out to play. Use like that.
2: that, use that, use that fake news as, as as fuel, man. Whatever, whatever helps you guys, you know, give us your best efforts, man. I don't care, but uh, yeah, I don't think anybody in New Jersey was worried about, you know, what uh what baseball pants was doing over there. <laughs> I, I, I I'm surprised that man could run fast without like the pants catching and like slowing them down. That might be his workout, but whatever.
0: They might uh, also so, like they were, where, they were baggy enough to wear like it's when you drive a drag racing car and you have to deploy the, the parachute to slow it down.
2: Maybe, maybe that's what, it, maybe he's so fast that he needs that like a, like to stop him from forest gumping right into the stands.
0: Call my man's raceway park the way he's wearing those pants.
2: That's a Jersey rush yep. pack, just like your RTC running back. But don't, don't, don't dodge the question. Rank us your a seven FL AP top, whatever. And you can stop whenever you want, but go as far as you go, as far as you feel, you could stack it with, uh, you know, six West coast teams if you think, but um, <laughs> you know, where, where did the force, where did the force line up in, in, in the a seven FL hierarchy at the end of the 2022 season? And uh, you know what teams do you have in front of?
1: You? Um, well, obviously we have to rank BIC as number one, um, respectively. You know, as the reigning individual, as the reigning champions nationally. You have to put those guys at number one. Um, number two would obviously be their opponent in Patterson U. Now, three through five is where you get a little gets a little bit tricky because I feel that's where I feel the force can actually compete with the rest of the league. Now, we may not be on the level. I'll say it publicly. um, real. And we're all here. Um, we may not be on the same level as BIC and Patterson U, but I definitely feel like we can compete with every damn team out there. Um, while working our way to get to those levels that we want to be. Um, number three, I would definitely say, uh, Man, I would definitely say, I mean, the Gators. Yeah, I would say the Gators. You know, Kurt is insane. (laughs) You mean mean the rare breed, right? No, I I have them as number four for sure.
0: (laughs) So you have the Gators over the rare breed. I do. I do.
1: I do.
2: And we we think that's interesting for a lot
1: of reasons, but I want to hear your reasons.
2: I just, I mean, just the way that
1: the, the Gators played, um BIC in that first matchup earlier in the season. Okay, I okay. now, I've really based every game against every team against BIC. So however they played against that team is where they rank up to me. And, um, I feel like those guys did a hell of a job playing against them. Um, uh, they didn't let it get too out of hand early. They competed every play, Um uh,
0: Yes or no,
2: guys? Uh, Ace Boogie was still the quarterback then. Though. Ace Boogie. He was in the, the first
0: game. He was there. Was no. I think he got taken out in the first game. I so think that's when he got this? injured. Let's,
2: let's, you know, because uh, yeah, because because Kurt's basically going on the film that he was using the prep for the BIC game, so he watched that film, and I don't think now that we get that context, the Gators with Ace Boogie last year. I mean, in 2022, with those parameters, okay, so that's the third best team, and then you said rare breed or fourth. Rare breed or fourth, yes, sir. Uh, and now, I, a lot I, of I am, I'll, I'll, I'll take after you say this, so then that no, no, that no really, number five, no, to let's the, get to it. number five, the Florida, the Florida champs or the Vegas champs.
1: Vegas champs, dog. <laughs> I'm of course, I'm, yeah, going with, I'm going with the Vegas force at number five. Wow. And then, the, and then
2: who you got number six? Pile on, bro.
1: No, I would definitely go with the Florida champs at number six. Uh, I think it was okay,
2: close. I was going to say, if you, if
3: you put uh, three I'm West Coast teams right there, that would be all awesome. No, I'm just saying, they're listening to the <laughs> pod, man. They're going to win to see They're
2: going to watch Amen. the So next season. So, we so, so we're going to welcome so, that smoke. That's what this is about, right? And it's and it's fair listen, listen, there's no reason that you shouldn't say that your team is better than the Nightcrawlers. And there's there's reasons why you can make that argument. But let me ask you what please. are what what are the reasons based on what you've seen on film that you, Curtis Pac-Man Jones, you know, MVP of the Nevada division, feels like your team is the better team in comparison to the Tampa Bay nightcrawlers who we saw basically look better than your fourth place team, the rare breed, um, in that elite eight matchup. That was one of the craziest games of the, of the season. Oh, so what, crazy game. what
1: I was there watching that game. So that was, yeah, I mean, um, I just feel like our defense, our, our, I feel like our defense will carry us. If we were able, if we were ever to play those guys, I feel like our defense will stand up. Um, Really, really, I feel just personally that the Vegas Force can compete with from three down. From three down, we can compete and put on a hell of a display, put on a hell of a game for the fans, um, and not only do that, but come out on top with the win. Well, let so, me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Kurt. If Coach Mac is
2: on the sideline for the nightcrawlers, is there any way that they lose that game?
0: <laughs> I feel like Coach Mac would have defenestrated that away, entire took, team.
1: Listen, when you say Coach Mac, when you when you put him take him off of the forces sideline, um, you just took away our whole defensive mindset. All right. That, that's
2: how about this? How about this? That's not fair. I don't want to take away your coach, man. That's that's not nice of me. If the Vegas Force are up mm-hmm. in that situation do you guys lose that game to the rare breed
1: no absolutely not um oh, <laughs> no. no the way that those guys lost that game was <laughs> i still pit them above those guys but the way that they lost that game i just feel like that would that should have never happened the way that game ended that was unbelievable hats off to those guys and um yeah, man. Speech. Just so you just so you know, just so you know, just because
2: it's it's just us talking here. If you're playing a Maryland team, count the men on the field. <laughs> they do it. every They do it every week. They do it to each other. They do it every time they come to New Jersey. It's called the Maryland special. They've been calling it the Maryland special before the Philly special in the Super Bowl. That is what you have to do is count to seven. If you guys can do this that. Is why, this is why Baltimore good. doesn't like you. This is why. They had that game Yeah, Bayern. they the back. Yeah, they call me, like me a narc. They had this that, is, that game in the back.
3: You're just told it's on them. They're watching film. You can see what they did.
1: One trick play was, oh, man. Yeah, and that was a big one. It, that was a big one. So man. so,
3: honestly, Kurt, that's that's why I I asked. It, it begs the question. It can almost be argued that the better team didn't win that day, and so the better, team, the better and under that. Right. right? And even better, still, with the, the better, better team talent. not winning that day, you feel as though the Vegas Force would have. It, it's a clear cut win, not a tough game. Like, give give me a little bit more than just a W, because the W just makes it seem like you guys are gonna walk over them. <laughs> I'm asking, like, is it a tough game? You guys win by six. Is it a close game and it's a final second kind of situation? Talk to me, because
1: just saying you beat Tampa is setting you guys up for a dangerous 2023 season. No, no, it's setting us up exactly where we would like to be, Rob. You have to see it from our point of view. All right, let's give you a little insight of what we have here. All right. We have the RTC. We have the RTC who is because I need to correct you guys. He is the MVP of the Blue West division. RTC, um, we have Gianni Breland as a defensive back. We have DeMario Grace as a defensive back. We have Dillard Davis, one of the most energetic, probably the best tackler on the team. Backflipping. Uh, Backflipping, yeah, the backflipper. Exactly. Um, yeah, we have Baby Head Honcho. I, I heard you guys making fun of that name on on the, on the uh, on one of the games where you guys were hosting um so Antoine Rain brings a lot of talent at the linebacker position as well as um Anthony Smith. Anthony and Smith you is our,
3: uh, you think also, those names are enough for that You think those hey, listen, guys
1: And these are mainly defensive guys who yeah those defensive guys I'm gonna name because those are guys that are going to hold the team together, It's going to hold that game together. I, I don't Kurt, feel like we're just going to walk over these guys. No, that's not what I'm saying. Of course, it'll be a great. It's going to be a great first half, and second half when adjustments are made. I think that's when you will see the separation. And Kirk, so again,
3: let's on. just be clear. Just let's be decent. clear. Wait, hold on, hold on. One more thing, Corey. Yeah, go so ahead. This is a, We saw Bagway against arguably one of the best defenses in the league in Rare Breed. We, I, I don't even have to go into the namesake of the players that were on that defensive line, those linebackers in those corners. So you're, you're telling me that your defense is better than
1: Rare Breed's defense. That's what you're saying. What I'm saying, Rob,
3: <laughs> what I'm saying is, listen,
1: if we, if we X out the game against BIC, our defense has led up about, what, 19 points. All right. Um, our last five opponents have failed to get to the number 12. All right, 12 okay. points. Okay. So our defense has given up 12 points a game. It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of tough to beat that team. Unless okay. beat that
3: team. I'm definitely going to give you that. I'm 100%. I just hope every other team in the league is listening. But I, I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna concede, and I'm gonna give you that.
1: Hey, I say defense is gonna win championships. That's hey, man. You guys, hey, they have a great defense over there in the Breed. But hey, twelve points a game is what our defense average, you know. And um, hey, and Coach
2: um, Mac takes. Coach Mac has a has a long pred- pedigree of of uh, coaching in uh, professional and, and high level football, but but Pack, I got a, I got a very important question for you, and I don't know if you're ready for this one. This is a hard hitting one. Come on, man! I'm hey, come on, let's get it. When a man catches the man that caught the ball, is it an interception?
1: That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, have you ever
2: seen anything like
1: that happen on a football field before? I've never seen anything like that before, um, but that is still a completion for the offense. That's that's what that's how I
2: explained it on the broadcast. Just just to be clear, but since me and in, in private moments, me, Matt Ryan, and Rob Fabian have been talking about how, if not serious at all, by the way. If he never dropped him, could he have just continued to run with him to the end zone, end zone and then spike him? And I guess the answer is no, but the thought was uh, very, very entertaining to me at least. That oh, game, man. that game, man, that game, man, has been uh you you guys have had to relive that on social media over and over again. What is the one, what is the one moment that you think is gonna help you guys as far as, you know helping you guys keep focused so that you remember those, those moments to drive you to work harder. What's that one moment that you felt like was the, you know, the catalyst for maybe you guys getting back, you know, in the saddle and on, on the winning path again.
1: It's um, a lot of takeaways from that game. Uh, and you know what I would say the, the biggest lesson and the biggest takeaway from that game was, uh, Stereo Conjugen. Their quarterback is uh he played an elite game. Uh, he was an elite player. He stood out, and all all week long, all week long, we prided ourselves on stopping the pass and holding Ashanti Worthy and who's gonna take care of that assignment all game. Shout out to Gianni. He did a hell of a job. Um, but yeah, man, I just think it'll be that our defensive front, if our defensive front can stand up and contain that kind of quarterback, because we haven't faced anyone like that guy all season, let's be real. Um, it's a lot of mobile guys here in the West Coast division. There's nothing like Sterry in this division at all, or in the league at all. Really, I don't see anyone's close to him. No one is close. That competition in the quarterback conversation, its he's far ahead, all right? So that would be the most that would be the biggest difference. I mean what he rushed for about two hundred and fifty yards against us alone. So (laughs) hey man. When you have a player like that, you just have to get the ball in his hands and trust that he's gonna make plays happen. And that's exactly what he did. So I wouldn't say that um, a touchdown pass from Rock Briscoe, the Curtis Pac-Man Jones would be a big take from it or you know, something where we can start. Starts with our defense. I mean, we got that far because of our defense and um, we just have to get back to our our identity and uh, understand that the way we play on the West Coast. Yes, it will get us to that playoffs. And it will get us to the elite eight. But uh, there's some there's a lot of things that we have to switch up to be able to compete with a team like BIC. Round of applause for the
2: 98% of that answer that was perfectly politically correct and on brand for the force and and being a team guy. But I'm just going to focus on the 2% that spoke to my heart in which you were telling me really quickly in between all the perfect words is that the play that you remember is the touchdown. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Man, after my own heart. Hey, man, we didn't win the game, but you saw me go up top on those boys let's go and you got the and you got the kick return and your first your your introduction to the new jersey a7fl was uh, the first play of the game was a was a kick return three on one uh touchdown against the snow trap too right
1: correct correct well uh, too
2: bad you're not too bad rashad uh, i mean uh, excuse me kurt you're not wow. the, uh, you're <laughs> not the all-time leading uh punt returner uh, in league history or you would have maybe let off the show two weeks ago on the other side of the ball but anyway hey
1: man you know, hey I let that let that shout that sit out to those your, guys
2: <laughs> let that sit in your crawl because I, what i want to do is i want to spice up the rest of the league because this is what i will say i love derek duncan and the vegas versus everybody if they come out with a logo i told them to make the v and the v look like a w so it's we V V E we it's a, it's a awesome like design porn subreddit but anyway he has this whole thing like Vegas over everybody. Like, we got to keep brotherhood in the division. Let me ask you this, Kurt. What were the two best teams on that AP poll that you did? I'm sorry? You said, what was the question? What, what were the two best teams in the A7 on that AP poll that you did?
1: Um. You said the two best teams. Yeah, you said that
2: BIC and the U were the two best teams in the A7 last year. Correct. Do you think that those two teams – are are New Jersey over everybody or the hatred built in that rivalry has elevated the level of the play, not only of the entire
1: division, but those two teams specifically. Um, I think it elevates it for the whole division in my opinion. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to tell you to, to,
2: to keep talking all of the smoke, get back on that podcast and, 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 and tell Derek Duncan that yeah, Vegas is all love, but the force ain't got time for any of these losers you're looking past the division because you basically already won it with what you guys already put on paper and, and, and on the field. And you're not really here for any of that. You're ready to take on the next level because if you, yeah. if you spice that up, then you're going to help my <laughs> no. guys, Casey Cox and Derek Duncan with a great show out there. Cause I'm trying to listen to some
0: fire. And we also and, uh, might um, we'll, make our way out there we'll out West.
1: It. And I hope you guys do make your way out, out West. Um, it's a great scenery, great weather, um, But when when we say Vegas versus everyone, we mean, like, obviously, inside the state, we're going to compete and we're going to fight with each other. And um, it's going to be a great brawl. Now, when we we bring another state inside of it, like California, for for instance, that's where where we mean, like, Vegas versus everyone. We come together and um, we just want to put the best team together, really, to go and compete against those other states. Like Wait, said, you guys are doing the
2: Florida all-star team thing too? Ryan DePaul, NARC, Corey Hammond, ready, ready for <laughs> action.
1: That's correct. We're doing an all-star
2: game as well? No, I'm just joking. They, they, Kurt, you guys don't do that. You guys stay on your rosters. Florida what? Florida did an all-star team when they got they got routed in 2021 to go win. Uh, Remember, we talked about the Rashad Davis. He just jumped on the winner.
1: Right, right 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 right, yeah
2: that's just that's just more spilled tea that you know
1: uh rashad the, uh, the a7fl solo he's gonna have to do some special things for that team every game He's gonna have to be the player that he spoke so highly of every game and when according they do get rashad the chance davis, according to rashad davis rashad davis is lamar jackson 2.0 that's what I heard, but, I mean, that's what he said. But, I mean, you know, I can say anything about me, you know, about myself. And Well, we talked guys. about it, Kurt. You don't, you don't
2: really talk with your mouth as much as you talk with your game. And whether you give RTC the MVP or not, I think you guys shared it. And you got invites to the XFL and USFL. I mean, I don't know much, but that seems like a better resume than franchise quarterback for the O and 6 Insomniacs before I even step into the state.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, um, let's just say this. When they do play the Vegas Force, Mashar um, Davis, or he's the quarterback or he's playing DB, receiver, whatever position he wants to be at, he's going to have to look across that field and see Curtis Pacman Jones. All right, and he's going to know that this guy is bringing a lot of energy, energy that's rubbing off on, the, on these guys that he's going against every play, against that vicious line. Um, we have a lot. Of new players coming to the force like fresh faces as Corey said. Some guys that are hungry ready to learn the game, ready to learn the rules of the game and uh, I'll just say this. There's some guys on, on the Vegas force right now for the first time that I think will have a great chance of being rookie of the year. Um, some guys who give flashes of a guy like Berardi. Um We have a guy coming in. I don't want to say too much about this so 'Cause I don't know how public this stuff is. We have some guys coming in that are are hungry. Give us everything.
2: Every secret you wanna tell us, tell us now. (laughs) (laughs) We have have some guys that are hungry. Um
1: we already have plans for our QB um situation. And uh Yeah, you're gonna see a lot of packages in there, including one. Don't do my
2: guy dirty. Don't do my guy dirty.
1: No, you want you might you want to see a lot of packages in there where you
2: oh, going to no, see. Oh no, they're gonna do they're gonna do the Kenneth car- Stewart to my guy.
0: No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
2: I'll, nah, I'll they be they wouldn't center. do that to my guy Rock. Rock, be I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a, gonna get a Never right now.
0: And I think that's a good note to leave it on. Curtis Pac-Man Jones from the Vegas Force, the Western uh, Division champions. You can watch his progress on our YouTube channel. You can also find out we're counting down to the end of our Start Engine campaign. If you want to become an investor in the A7FL, you can do so at startengine.com slash A7FL. If you don't feel like typing all that much, all you got to do is click the link in our show notes and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the 3-on-1 podcast. The reviews really help us uh, help us out in being found on other platforms and being seen rising up the rankings on Apple Podcasts. So, if you want to help us out, that is how you do it. Also, share us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the A7FL, on Twitter at the A7FL, or just search A7FL on your favorite social media platform. Kurt, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the show. Thank
1: you guys for having me.
0: Rob, Corey, next week on the pod, we dive a little bit deeper. I want to touch into that top six poll and maybe figure out we're coming up on the ninth season of the A7FL, but for the 10th anniversary, will we do an all-time team? We'll talk about that and more next week. And as always, don't be an asshole. I'll try. (laughs)